Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's Coffee Talk from Planet Fair. As we do every Friday, we will be talking about eight minutes about over our cup of coffee about equal opportunities and how to reach Planet Fair the fastest way possible. My name is Henrike von Platten and I'm talking with <laughs> Margaret Wilburg-Pierdnertotter. Which is so good to be talking with you, Margaret. I'm really, really, really enjoying these Fridays. I've been enjoying them for over a year, I think, but since we've been recording, it's been a different uh, fun. And um, today I was thinking over my little cup, which I brought with me, and it's still three quarters now for the eight minutes, that last uh, time I had this mind-blowing idea and you sort of told me back a bit again from that rocket saying like okay how do we equalize in a way or make it fairer over organizations but i ended up with one thing that i wanted to ask you and that's the part of the buying power buying power in different countries and um if you have seen or what do you think about having the buying power some kind of buying power index more integrated into the analysis, especially, of course, for those companies that are in not only one country. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea. Um, and obviously, what multinationals do is to account for, you know, different locations. Um, how they do that differs a little bit. Um, but increasingly, what we see happening is, as you talk about, uh, organizations are starting to take into account the standard of living plus you know tax implications so you see you know if you're moving people around uh, maybe horizontally within an organization but changing countries what is a fair pay and how do you keep that um, kind of at a balance across your locations and your uh, different countries that you operate in so increasingly i think organizations are doing exactly what you're suggesting Good. <laughs> Somehow our ideas materialize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I've, I've heard it a lot, but I haven't seen it in analysis, apart from some companies that are actually integrating it into their um, salary formula already. I've seen that one with, with online, with Buffer, and where they have all the complete wages very transparently. So I think transparency is still sort of the key. And at that point, it makes it a lot fairer if I know on a certain job level, I have the possibility to buy myself a certain kind of living standard, no matter where I am. So I think due to more movement on the globe, probably this is becoming more, um, yeah, more like a standard. So we can keep watching that. And I think it's very important for everybody to, to sort of think about this and find out if it's actually something that's existing in their company culture. What else yeah. happened this week? Did you have anything special that you... <laughs> and did anything special now i spent my week in my bedroom working <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so not of covid um no one i mean i did read one interesting article um that got forwarded to me so it was a bloomberg article from actually july 7th so it's a bit over a week old but it was talking about uh they had serve surveyed uh employees at private equity funds and there was a huge uh signal that females might be leaving uh private equity uh, in really large numbers so something like uh a quarter uh of all women and then a third of minorities are considering leaving 
um, in the next 12 months. And then they go, you know, they discussed, you know, what might be the recent, you know, reflection during COVID. Um, but then more importantly, um, the survey showed huge concerns about the pay gaps. So over half of the females believed that um, if they were male, they would get higher pay. So I think back to kind of linking to what you were talking about, having pay transparency at some level is so important. Um, and it was a little bit, uh, it was a, a little bit less for minorities, just over a third of the ethnic minority professionals surveyed so that they would be uh, paid better if they were white. So I thought this was very interesting and it would be very interesting to follow kind of not just what happened during COVID, but post-COVID. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the people are in very different situations and will make decisions on that. And and I think the at least a bit what I've seen, the diversity question is still top of the agenda. But also companies are sort of more taking back on some issues. And I just actually had not the same in a way a similar similar questions when when I was talking to somebody um, actually two days ago saying that companies are now not doing certain things concerning analysis and pay gap transparency because they are afraid that as they are trying to get rid of people as well due to COVID, this, it's sort of a paradox. You don't want to do the good things if on the same time you are doing the bad things. And I think that's, uh, that's a hard one. And I think transparency would really help now for both parts actually to get that together and not sort of be afraid of one and um, stop on the other hand. And if so many people actually, like you said, with that study, that, that's huge numbers. I mean, yeah, leaving the job because they actually believe and you don't usually believe you know it in a way that you're earning less. So um, what I usually have heard when these things come up, a very often used quote is they have to do more for transparency and they have to do more for diversity to get these uh, this balance and so that they don't drop out. And of course, if they go, they move higher ranks, they will get more pay those people that are now thinking to leave. But <laughs> what they always forget, and this really gets me is, they need to close the pay gap first. You don't want to climb ranks and have diverse teams if you're not paid equally. So I think it's very, very important that we somehow make sure that these, these companies have a mind shift and start talking about getting rid of the pay gap and then getting the diversity on a fair level and not just talking about minorities and diversity, forgetting that they are not being paid fair no matter on what kind of step of the ladder. That's sort of my main thought on this one. Yeah, yeah. I was glancing with my eyes at the article. It's actually two thirds of females believe they are being, would be paid more if they were male. So that's wow. just crazy numbers. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, that should actually wake up some people. And I mean, we've been talking about pay gaps for so many years now that um, maybe that has an influence as well, or probably it has. And um, and now it's the, the ask for transparency. Yeah. And if studies show this, it's, it means that if companies think that they, are uh, pay, uh, that they are paying fairly, they should show it. And then those 
three quarters, like you said, will find out they might believe wrong and stay or things are being changed. But I think if you have such big numbers, you have to go for transparency and solve your gaps, full yeah. stop. Yeah. Nothing else to do about it. That's perfect because we are at eight minutes. Wow. <laughs> hey, Margaret. <laughs> I would say this is a rolling ball. Thank you for the coffee and see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye.